0: When people think about marketing, I think they immediately think about Google search and social media and paid advertising. But I think that's only half the conversation for the purposes of today's episode. I want to divide up all of our marketing efforts into external and internal. So external is everything you do to reach out to people. So designing your website and SEO techniques and paid advertising and social media and email marketing and so on and internal is everything you do within the actual property and i'm going to make the case that these things are way more valuable to your business stick around there's an old saying that goes something like this you'll only find three kinds of people in the world those who see those who can see when shown and those who will never see this is restaurant strategy a marketing podcast for everyone in the middle Hey everyone. What's going on? I want to thank you again for tuning in. My name is Chip Close. And of course, this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly marketing podcast dedicated entirely to chefs and restaurant owners. Each week, I choose a different topic. Of course, we explore that topic. We pick it apart, hopefully. By the end, we come across some useful insights. And then we always finish up with an assignment. I leave you with a short, actionable task, something you can do right away to start implementing the concepts we talk about here on the show, because I believe information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Now... Before we get into today's topic, I want to uh, pause for a second and ask for your assistance because what I'd like to do is uh, start incorporating some interviews here to the podcast. And I don't know how it's going to work out. Maybe it's just going to be once a month in the beginning. Maybe uh, in time, it'll build up to every other week. Maybe it'll replace this format and it'll be every single week if that's, what, uh, if that's what's most helpful to you guys. Um, I think the interviews are going to be longer format, uh, certainly longer than uh, these regular episodes are, but it'll give us a chance to uh, to talk with restaurant owners. And that means you guys. So if you want to be featured here on the show, or if you know of someone, uh, if you know of a restaurant or a chef uh, that I should feature, please let me know. Send me an email to chip at chipclose.com. That's C H I P K L O S. And uh, tell me a little bit about you and your restaurant. And we'll use that email as a jumping off point uh, for our conversation. Uh, We'll exchange emails. We'll make sure to get on the same page. And we'll figure out how to coordinate a time to record an episode together. Uh, The thing is, I I think all of us have interesting stories. And often, uh, just by hearing what someone else is doing, I think it can inspire us in our own pursuits. So uh, in the interview, uh, I want to talk about the challenges you face as a business owner. I want to talk about the successes you've had and and how you've been able maybe to implement some of the ideas that we've talked about here on the show. Again, if you want to uh, be featured on the show or if you know someone that I should feature, uh, please reach out to me directly, chip at chipclose.com. Okay, so today's topic. As the saying goes, it's easier to keep a customer than to go out and get a new one. And that's because the costs of acquiring a new patron, both in dollars and time, is not insignificant. The customers you already have can be your greatest asset as long as you treat them as such. In fact, today I'm gonna show you how. I'm gonna talk all about internal marketing. So what do I mean by internal marketing? Well, I'm talking about everything within your four walls. Though, I guess I'm also probably talking about the signage out front and the building itself and maybe the parking lot. The bottom line is this, everything in your restaurant is an opportunity to communicate something to your customers or to your potential customers. So the lighting, music, decor, menus, cuisine, pricing, uniforms, business cards, the signage, all of it communicates something to the diner. What you're doing is you're cueing them. You're letting them know how they should interact with you. So it goes back to what we discussed in some of the very early episodes of this podcast. You got to figure out what the product is, and who it's for. You do that by figuring out your identity. So remember in the beginning, we talked about identity, who you are and who you're for. If you're opening a fancy French restaurant, you're probably not going to have plastic chairs and mismatched plates. No, you're going to have comfortable chairs and white linen tablecloths, beautiful china and crystal stemware, right? Okay, so we know all that, right? We get that. But then let's look at everything in your restaurant and make sure you're being deliberate about what you're communicating to the diner. So I want you to first stand outside and think of the actual physical property, the actual building itself, the the walls, the the outside, the signage, um, the frontage, the front door, the sidewalk, uh, the parking lot if you've got the parking lot. What does all that communicate to a potential diner? Are you right on the highway? or Are you tucked uh, on a side street? Are you in the middle of nowhere? Are you in the, the middle of a city? Um, do people drive to you or do they walk or do they take uh, public transportation? Think about the actual, uh, the actual property and, and think again, think of what that communicates to the diner. When you go inside, think about the decor. Um, how is it decorated? What kind of tables do you have and chairs? Think about the banquettes, the upholstery. Um, uh, the lighting fixtures, the the look of the bar, the look of the restaurant. Um, what kind of decorations do you have? are there are there prints on the wall? are there paintings, photographs, um, signs? what what does the decor communicate to the diner? And again, there's no wrong answer, but you've got to be really clear about what kind of place you have and then everything has to fit in line with that. So again, you're looking at the decor. We're also going to think about the lighting, you know, the fixtures themselves, but then also uh, the color temperature of, uh, of the lights. So is it a, is a wider light, like, um, uh, like a fluorescent bulb, or is it a warmer, richer light, like an incandescent, uh, the lighting levels, is it really bright or is it really dim? Uh, think about the music, uh, the style of music, actually what you're playing, uh, and then also the volume at which you keep the music. So the decor, the lighting, and the music—right? That's the presentation. That's that's your ambiance. That's um, that's the atmosphere. So what is all of that communicating to your diner or your potential diner? Then of course you're a restaurant, right? So we got to talk about food and beverage. So with your food, uh, what kind of cuisine is it? What's actually on your menu? Um, how is the food presented? How are the ingredients um, prepared? How are they sourced? Um, all of that tells a story to your diner about what kind of place you are, right? I've used this in in the past, but by putting, uh, it's not just a pork chop, it's a Nyman Ranch pork chop. You're queuing the diner. Oh, Nyman Ranch, that's a famous, um, that's a famous ranch out uh, out west, and and it talks about quality and it talks about care of sourcing ingredients. It cues the diner in a certain direction. Likewise, when we're talking about the beverage program, uh, think about uh, your wine, beer, soda, cocktails, uh, or do you not offer any of that? Uh, Is it a BYO? Uh, What kind of beers are you choosing what kind of wines are you choosing how many wines right if you've got uh, 40 wines in the wine list it's different than if you have 1400 wines on your wine list it cues the diner in a certain direction one way or another and again there's no right or wrong answer but it's all going to jive with the kind of place uh, you're creating the kind of restaurant you have um, when we move on then we want to talk about uh, menus. So think about um, uh, the pricing, uh, the descriptions, literally uh, what is written on the menu, um, the size of the font, the size of the menu. Um, Think about the actual physical menu. Is it in a menu card? Is it in plastic? Is it just a a paper menu? Is it a rich, you know, a a heavy paper stock or is it something thin and flimsy? What does all of that say about your restaurant? So we went through uh, the Actual physical property, right? Thinking about uh, what the outside of the restaurant's like, uh, what the experience is for a diner walking by or just approaching a restaurant. Then we talked about the atmosphere inside the restaurant. So the decor, the lighting, and the music. Uh, of course, then your restaurants, you're going to give them a menu. And I want you to think about what that menu communicates to Your um, your patrons, and then I want you to think about the food and the beverage, the the kind of cuisine, uh, the way it's prepared, the presentation, uh, the uh, the ingredients, how they're sourced, Uh, and then the actual uh, beverages, the wine, beer, cocktails, what you're using. You know, if you're if you've got a list of craft beers, it says something about your place. Then if you've got a bunch of kind of big company uh, domestic beers, I also want you to think about management staffing and training and this is the perfect opportunity to queue you up uh we're actually going to take uh take a week off next week and then we're going to come back with a three part uh three episodes in a row three weeks in a row where we're going to talk all about management staffing training and and what leadership has to do with marketing Uh, but but I'll, i'll i'll give you a little preview here by saying the kind of leader you are the kind of managers you hire, how you train them, that all affects the um, the energy within the place. Um, the way that you uh, set a vision for your restaurant, uh, the the tools you give your managers to execute that, and then how they hire, train, and and appropriately staff uh, the staff who's going to run the restaurant, um, has a great deal to do with the internal marketing. Right, meaning. How are you training your staff? Uh, So your your waiters are your first line of defense. That is the the point of contact with every single guest. So how are you hiring them? How are you finding the best possible talent? How are you training them? Are you giving them all the tools to properly, effectively communicate to the diners about your restaurant? and that has to do with sales, but it also has to do with marketing your restaurant. You know, if you've got somebody kind of, you know, uh, you know, disheveled and and, and schlubby it says one thing about your restaurant. If you've got somebody poised and presentable and, and, and polished, that says something else about your restaurant. And maybe it doesn't matter for your restaurant, maybe it's uh maybe it's a diner, maybe it's low key, maybe it's a, a casual place. And so you don't need that. But again, maybe you've got a fancy French restaurant and that polish goes a long way, just like the effort you took um, to get the place setting. Absolutely right. Um, and the menu absolutely right and the music absolutely right and and each and every dish right. You also wanna take that kind of care when you're hiring and training your staff. Anybody can come in disheveled and be trained to be polished and sharp and professional. So the management, the staffing and the training, how you're getting people to the point to be ambassadors for your restaurant um, is super, super important. So give thoughts to that. It's a big part of the internal marketing. Um, I think about other collateral like postcards and business cards and all of that. And maybe that's just a, a small piece, uh, small piece of the puzzle. But that's the takeaway, right? Uh, people pick up a business card on their way out or they uh, they take a, a pack of matches or something. And that reminds them uh, as they go through the world about their experience here. Um, so think about that. What do what what do those things uh, communicate to a diner or, again, a potential diner about your restaurant? I just mentioned this a minute ago, but uh, when we talk about uh, the table, right, the decor, the table settings um, have a lot to do with uh, people's first impression with the restaurant, right? So they walk in, they get greeted, they get taken to a table, and then what do they see? What are they greeted with? Uh, what kind of table setting is on the table? Uh, so is it a napkin, a plate, a, a bread and butter, a water glass, a wine glass, silverware, all of that? How is it presented in what does that say to the diner about the meal they're they're about to have, about the experience they're about to have? Um, give some thought to that. Give, give a lot of thought to that. And then think about the steps of service, right? So this is uh, outlined, hopefully, in your training manual. Even if you've got a casual restaurant, a diner, uh, you should have this, uh, all the way up to a fancy fine dining restaurant should have it. Uh, but your steps of service, what happens when a guest comes in? A guest get, comes in, is greeted by the front desk staff. Uh, they show them to a table. They pull out the chairs. They're seated. They walk away. The waiter greets them. Everything then that happens is the step of service. So, what happens when the waiter first approaches the table? Uh, do they uh, greet them, hand out menus, get a water order, and maybe a cocktail order, or do they just greet them and pour water? Uh, you know, do they do they greet them with a, a pitcher of water in their hands? Um, Neither is wrong, but one communicates uh, one kind of restaurant and the other communicates something else. Um, Who pours the water? Is it a busboy or is it the waiter? Um, How are the cocktails uh, ordered? How are they presented? Um, How is the wine list presented? Uh, How do we talk about the menu? How is the the order taken? Um, How is it put into the computer? What are all the steps then afterwards uh, do the, does the table get marked for their first course? Um, does all the silverware get cleared after the first course and they're remarked for the next course? Or do they just keep the silverware they've got for appetizers and entrees? Those are two different kinds of restaurants. And if you can be deliberate about that, um, you can, uh, again, you're queuing the diner. You're communicating to them what kind of experience they're in for. So think about your steps of service. So most uh, fine dining restaurants um, outline this very, very specifically. This happens, this happens, then this happens, then this happens. But even at the casual level, even at a, a pizza place or a diner, or you know, something, uh, something lower than fine dining, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, it shows that you care enough uh, to outline all of this. Okay, so... To go through all of the that again, uh, we talked about the actual property. We talked about the decor, the lighting, and the music. Uh, we talked about the food and the beverage. We talked about the table settings and the menus. We talked about how important leadership is and management, staffing, and training because your staff is the is the are the ambassadors uh, for your brand. We talked about uh, business cards, postcards, and other collateral, other signage, and then we talked about steps of service. Actually how the experience goes, how we sell things, how we talk about the menu, um, how we present the food, how we take the food away, how we clear the table, um, how we maintain the table throughout the meal. All of that tells the diner uh, what kind of restaurant this is. And okay, so maybe you go through all that and you're thinking, yes, of course, we know all of this. But ask yourself whether all of these things happen consistently night after night for every single table. The people who are having the experience can be invaluable to your business because they can spread the word about your business better than you ever could and that's what internal marketing is all about you have to wow your guests so that they evangelize for you so that they do your marketing for you in fact there are some experts out there. There's a book that just uh, got released this past year. It's called Marketing Rebellion, and uh, and the author believes that this is already becoming the norm. That the majority of marketing these days happens outside of our control, and we think about you know social media and the internet. That certainly made it easier. Um, But our business is still all about word of mouth. And so social media and the internet are just about uh, providing a megaphone for people. Uh, People are still gonna tell their friends and family whether they liked it or didn't, but they're now not doing it one to one. They're putting that on on Facebook. They're putting that on Instagram. They're posting a photo of their meal. They're posting something that was so beautiful that they wanted to tell people. And so now word of mouth can stretch beyond one to one or one to two. It goes to hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people. that's why influencers have become so influential over the last five years because they extend your reach they, they do your marketing for you uh in, in a way that that we haven't really been able to do before so if your customers tonight are getting up from their meal and telling people about their meal what are they saying are they, uh, are they giving it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? And then specifically, what are they relaying about the experience? Are they talking about specific dishes? Are they talking about the beverage program? Are they talking about how great the, the music selection was? Are they talking about how beautiful the restaurant was? How, how the decor fit and that really made the atmosphere, um, that the atmosphere really made the experience. So what are your customers saying? And really give some thought to that. Look around your restaurant tonight and think, and look at each and every table and think, What's that table going to tell their friends tomorrow? What about that table? What are they going to tell their friends tomorrow? What about that table? When they say, oh, you went there. Well, how was it? What are they going to say? Internal marketing, the actual experience, is, is how you uh, as how you control that story as best you can. So external marketing is all how to get people in the door. But then once you get people in the door, you want them to become evangelists for you. You want them to go and do your marketing. First and foremost, you want them to come back and become regular so you don't have to spend the money and effort trying to, to get new customers. You've already got a customer and they're gonna come back every so often. But then you want them to spread the news far and wide about how great your restaurant is so that you can get other people into the loop. So that's what internal marketing is all about. So when we talk about marketing, don't just think about, oh, I gotta focus on my uh, website. Oh, I gotta be doing more on social media. Oh, we gotta be doing, uh, doing e-blasts. Think about the product itself. And again, we run restaurants, and so your product is the experience. Make sure the product is worth talking about. So I- I've said this a few weeks ago, and I- I've said this before, marketing of the thing can't make up for the thing. The actual experience is the best marketing tool you have. So think about the internal marketing, how the actual experience can help you get more business in the future. That's what I wanted to talk about today, the difference between external marketing and internal marketing. It seems like so much of what we talk about, um, especially on this podcast, but out in life is external marketing, but I believe uh, internal marketing is the most important tool we have. So like I said, next week, uh, there's no episode uh, we're gonna take a week off, but then we're gonna come back with a three part uh, a three part series all about leadership, management, staffing, training, all of that. and it's really uh, it really comes on the heels of this conversation about how to improve your internal marketing. And I think the people in your restaurant uh, are really um, are a really potent way to do that. So as always, I want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, your homework, uh, your assignment for uh, for this episode is to do that. I want you to look around your restaurant tonight and look at every single table and think to yourself what all of them are going to say about their experience. And then I want you to just survey your, uh, your restaurant. I want you to start outside and look at outside and then look at the decor and really think about the food and your beverage program and your menu and make sure it's all in line. And if something is sticking out says, Oh no, that doesn't communicate what we're all about. I want you to just tag it and, um, and, and make a note to improve it in time. So right now, we're not gonna make any improvements. We're just going to uh, take the temperature. Right now, we're just gonna survey the landscape and see where we stand. So that's your assignment. And then, of course, we always finish up with continuing education. I just mentioned this book a couple of minutes ago, and this is what I'm going to recommend this week. Uh, it's a book called Marketing Rebellion. Again, it was just released in this last year. Um, it's a relatively thick book, but uh, it's actually a quick read. Um, and it's just a perspective shift. It's going to get you thinking about marketing in a different way. And specifically, it's going to get you to focus more on your customer, which is great because we're all in the hospitality industry. We're in service. It's about serving, uh, serving our patrons. So Marketing Rebellion, the link is in the show notes. You will find it there. Uh, As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, please send me an email. If you want to be featured or if you know a restaurant that should be featured, uh, reach out, get in touch. That's chip at chipclose.com, C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. Please uh, send me an email. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you guys for uh, being here week after week. Love having you here. Uh, I will see you next time.